Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the master's class here with our good friends, Bully Ray, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. And of course, Tommy Dreamer, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling. We drop the master's class each and every Sunday right here on the Busted Open Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. And you can always listen to the daily Busted Open show Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Bully Tommy, how are you guys? Good, Dave. How are you? <laughs> yeah! You're good, Tommy! Really excited Stephen to be on the of podcast. Pro wrestling. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited to be with you also. Um, we have a very interesting show for the Busted Open Nation today, and that is our mid-year words. I mean, I think this is kind of fun because here we are in July. It's the halfway point, and this is really, to me, like a flagpole in the sand because I really do feel the next six months are going to be completely different than the last six months. Over the last six months, it's been kind of like what we saw in 2020 in the WWE. They've been at the Thunderdome and they've been in empty venues, Ring of Honor, empty venues, Impact Wrestling, empty venues. AEW's been at Daily Daily's Place, but that's all going to change starting this month in July. The WWE is going to be on the road. AEW is going to be on the road. Impact Wrestling is going to be in front of audiences. So, Bully, like, I really do feel more than any other year, what we saw the first six months is going to be completely different the next six months. It's going to be a very exciting next six months. And I'll reference back to a tweet uh, that Sam Roberts sent out last week. He was responding to... um, my analysis of Eddie Kingston's post dynamite promo. <clears throat> he says, if you ever wanted to know if the business wrestling business is going to come back and start to thrive again, let's just look at the fact that uh, bullies comments are trending worldwide, uh, meaning that fans are ready to get all in dive right back into wrestling. They are, 
clamoring for wrestling. I know what I've seen out there in bars or restaurants or clubs or sporting events. It's going to, once everything fully opens up, it's going to be a tidal wave. And I can't wait for that tidal wave to hit the wrestling business once again. And I think if AEW, I think is the best barometer right now. We saw it there first show back how lively that, I think it was double or nothing. We saw how lively that crowd was. We see it, uh, this past week on the last ever Dynamite at Daly's Place, or at least for the time being, how lively the fans were. I think you said last Thursday on Busted Open that that was the liveliest crowd you had seen in a long time for AEW. So, yeah, I I think it's going to be really, really exciting. And just the, uh, listen, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And wrestling has been absent and, and, and apart from its wrestling fans for a while now, and I think we're all ready to fall back in love again. Yeah, and Tommy, over the last, not even these last six months, but the last 16 months, we've talked about that this has been unprecedented, not only in the world of pro wrestling, but the world, but it looks like things are changing in a positive way. Crowds back in attendance, and I know even for Impact Wrestling, Tommy, this is a, a game changer because there's been a lot of wrestlers with Impact. There's been a lot of wrestlers with AEW that haven't had the chance to actually wrestle in front of a crowd, but that's all about the change here in July. Yes, once uh, Slammiversary happens, uh, to, to get to Bubba's point as well, for the last two weeks, uh, professional wrestling has been the number one watch show on cable television. And I'm talking Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, and the other one, it was on Wednesdays. It did that too. For two weeks of the last month, that's what happened. So think of that. Think of everything that's on cable. Think of playoffs, Stanley Cup, uh, NBA. But yeah, professional wrestling has been holding true. So that's really, really cool testament and like when you talk about uh impact on access it's still the number one show on that network so it's going to keep on rolling and you look at the youtube numbers and you know this is not just about ratings and like what bubba said it's on social media but i mean facebook numbers youtube numbers it's just all this content of professional wrestling that people are consuming and it's it's a beautiful thing well, there's a lot of fans that actually said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to watch until fans come back because at times it could have been a difficult watch. The last six months is an example of that. It was hard to watch at times without a fan presence. But if you missed the last six months, there's been some difficulties, but there's been a lot of positives over the last six months. So, Bully, I'm really looking forward to diving into these mid-year awards because there's definitely been a lot of good in wrestling over the last six months. You know what? Dives are becoming passe. Let's do a 450. (laughs) And I'm not talking about the move. I'm talking about Dreamer's weight. Let's 450 into these mid-year awards. These are the busted open mid-year awards. Wow, that was a hell of a pop, Tommy. Ha, ha, ha. I I just got a phone with a nutritionist. You suck it. Oh, and what did the nutritionist tell you? I can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) i gotta charge you double (laughs) i'm charging you for every chin so that's three times (laughs) i went in for a spray tan i went in for a spray tan they said we think you're gonna need two coats (laughs) i think everybody's starting to get uh, their gym memberships going again for everybody because everybody's used to being home but that's definitely changing but over the last six months this 
2021 Mid-Year Award. The first award that I want to go into is Breakout Star of the Year. And this is one particular wrestler. It's not Rookie of the Year, but a wrestler that really over these last six months have really shined, have definitely jumped to a next plateau, if you will. So, Bully, who do you have for Breakout Star so far in 2021? Uh, so it came down to two talents for me, and I had to pick one. But I want to give a little props to the the one I was considering. I was considering Darby Allen because I think okay. Darby has really had a breakout year. I think he's done some great stuff. Sting by his side. Um, when I thought about Sting being by Darby's side, that kind of swayed me to say no on Darby because I think Darby needed that rub from Sting to help get him to the next level as much of great stuff that Darby did on his own. So I went with MJF. MJF needed no help. I know he's been in a feud with Jericho, but I don't believe that he needed that same amount of a boost. MJF gets the award from me because of the the one thing that I believe MJF does better than anybody in the wrestling business today other than Eddie Kingston, and that's cut a promo. Uh, so MJF, based on his promo ability alone, and then we saw how he backed it up in the ring against Sammy Guevara last week, I'm giving MJF my mid-year uh, award for breakout star of the year. What do you got, Tommy? For me, I'm going to go a little different route. I had to write some stuff down because there's so many different things I had to think about. I was going to give it to uh, Jay Uso. However, I changed it to, again, during a pandemic and again, dealing with a breakout star to break out. It's really, really emerging to be this amazing person or literally carrying a, an important storyline. And I gave that to Alexa Bliss. If you remember earlier when she came on, she was a focal point with the whole Bray Wyatt fiend storyline. And then as Bray left, she took that over. And now it's carrying over onto a main storyline with the women's edition of, you know, whatever she's doing in the women's roster. So I give it to Alexa Bliss for a lot of reasons. I mean, she ended Monday Night Raw's when The Fiend wasn't there. And, you know, it was a big thing going into WrestleMania. So I give it to Alexa Bliss for she was always super duper talented, but breaking out and out of your comfort zone and or just embracing a totally new character is why she's my breakout star of the half year. Okay, um, I'm going to go a different route here, and I'm going to go to AEW. And I actually had a conversation with Bully before we started taping this show. And when he asked me who I had, I actually said Sammy Guevara. Because I look at what he's done over the last six months, what we saw at Double or Nothing with him standing with the rest of the inner circle after winning for the inner circle, that uh, stadium stampede part two at Double or Nothing with 5,000 fans on their feet cheering him on, and also to piggyback the match that he had with MJF uh, this past Wednesday night on Dynamite. But I went in a different direction, and I have to say, this also has the influence of Bully because it was ringing in my ears when I thought about the last six months. And I'm going to give my breakout star of the year to Dr. Britt Baker 
Because if you look at the last six months, now I think we all saw greatness in Dr. Britt Baker. But when Hall of Famers like Bully Ray, when somebody like you, Tommy, and you said this on Busted Open as well, and so did Mark Henry, that she could be the face of not only AEW Dynamite's women's division, but the whole company, that means something. And when you look at the match that she had with Thunder Rosa, and you look at her winning the championship at Double or Nothing, I have to give it to Dr. Britt Baker. Great pick. Uh, I thoroughly agree. I like both of your picks um, because more of your ex- explanations why. So I, I think all three of us have, have decent picks, and I think fans listening to the podcast right now would probably agree that those three stand up pretty well. All right. You know, my next- favorite part about your pick was you said you were swayed twice by the cult leader of Bubba Koresh, as I sometimes <laughs> like to call him. <laughs> Who's the cult leader of Bubba Koresh? You are. Oh, Dave was Dave was sweet. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, I was yes. not once, but twice. Yeah, twice in one in one award, which is crazy. All right, let's get into storyline of the year. And guys, we always talk about why did we fall in love with pro wrestling feuds and stories? That's what you have to tell, not only in the ring in a match, but also to get you to tune in week in and week out for a show like whether it's Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Impact, it doesn't matter. It's the stories that keep you coming. So, Tommy, I'll start with you. What's your storyline of the year so far in 2021? This is the storyline of this year, and it's going to, for the half year, but it's going to continue on for the story uh, throughout the year, the head of the table. Uh, If you think about where we're recording this, ratings-wise, SmackDown finally beat Raw, and it's... Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns and every aspect of his compelling television with, uh, you know, Jimmy and then Jay and uh, everything going on. Daniel Bryan leading into WrestleMania with Edge. Now Edge has returned. I mean, this has been a constant through SmackDown and I'm not sick of it. I'm not bored of it. And you think of the assets that he has around him, the Paul Heymans and Uso, and yet it's still the same group and it's, it's compelling. You look at the four horsemen, the four horsemen had some major runs, but they were interchangeable throughout the years. And I would love for someone to tell me how long, like this group, like how long was Oli in the group before Lex, all that stuff. And he, but this group, and there's just three of them, maybe four, but really three. I love to see how much, uh, lo- how long this has been going. Uh, Bully, your storyline of the year. Fat minds think alike. Um, I, I am a storyteller first and a wrestler second, and I love storytelling in the wrestling business. I don't think there's enough storytelling in the wrestling business. I don't think there's a, enough. Uh, slow burn long-term stories in the wrestling business. And I don't think there's enough people in this industry who truly understand what it takes to tell a great story. My breakout story of the year is the Roman Reigns story. Roman Reigns has the number one asset on the planet when it comes to telling a great story and it's paul Heyman. how come nobody in the wwe is telling as great of a story than roman reigns 
if WWE Creative takes care of Raw and SmackDown, right, is Roman's story the head and shoulders story above everything else? It's got to be the anomaly. It's got to be Paul Heyman. It goes to Roman. Yeah, and I have uh, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, as my story of the year so far in 2021. And I agree with Tommy. This is the best story going in the WWE. It's the best story going on right now in pro wrestling. And I think it's the best story that the WWE has presented in over five years. That's how much I feel about what Roman Reigns is doing right now. And the best part about it is it revolves around the world championship. I mean, and that's what it, it's in and, and pro wrestling, that's what it's supposed to be. What makes Roman the head of the table? It's the fact that he's holding championship gold above his head, Bully. And if you look at it from this point of view, what story do you have to tune into every week on Monday Night Raw? There isn't one. What story do you have to tune into every week on NXT? There, there, it's, it's, it's more about the wrestling than it is the stories. What story do you have to tune into every week on AEW? It's this story. Oh, in AEW, it's probably more about the matches than it is about the stories. Impact, MLW, ROH, it's it's the same thing. What story do you have to tune into every week on SmackDown? It's And and Tommy, to Bully's point, it's Roman Reigns in this story. Yep. And... uh... Total, I guess, sidebar, because, I mean, you know how when we when this was presented to me, I always have to think, here's my number one, and then I got to go two and three like the old PWI um, awards. But the main story coming out of AEW should be the pinnacle versus inner circle, but it's not always the main focus. It's a segment. But, I mean, if you think about the biggest part of SmackDown it usually starts the show. It has a running thread throughout the show. And then it has a punctuation, an ending or a continuation, usually at the end. And uh, that's beautiful writing. And that's why we're all compelled to it. And it's very soap opera-esque with Roman. It's characters and the way they interact with one another. What look is Heyman going to give Roman this week? How will Roman interact with Heyman this week? How will Roman interact with his cousins? Is this family divided or is it together? You you have to tune in and you have to watch. Must watch television. That's what we all loved as wrestling fans as kids. That's how me and Tommy were brought up on this business, how to book must-watch television. Not that I'm not calling us bookers as wrestlers. How could we present our characters and our stories in a way that you had to tune in to see what was going to happen between Tommy and Raven? You had to tune in to see what was going to happen with Bully Ray and the Aces and Eights. Must watch television. And this is so on WWE like because it's long term storytelling. It doesn't go pay per view to pay per view, or it could have ended at WrestleMania and it didn't. Like most of the stories that we see, the big stories, they either start or end at WrestleMania. And this one keeps going. And you want to know something? I'm sure it's going to go past this upcoming WrestleMania. 
and possibly to next year's WrestleMania after that. I'm really interested to see where Roman Reigns at the head of the table goes. It's definitely by far, as we all agree on, the best story going on in pro wrestling so far in 2021. These are the Busted Open Mid-Year Awards. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. These are the Busted Open Mid-Year Awards. All right. Tommy, you mentioned like the old school PWI awards. Well, that reminds me of this next award, and that's Match of the Year. Tommy, what do you have for Match of the Year so far in 2021? Well, as always, I got to have a problem with something. I was going to give my Match of the Year was a match that I literally sat back and I was like, these two guys are killing it. And it was Rich Swan versus Chris Bay. And before I said something and then without researching it, I researched it and that happened at the end of December, which sucks because most of yeah. these matches and all these years usually end in November, of course, pro wrestling, because in baseball, football, hockey, um, basketball, they all end when the season ends, but I digress. So I thought about all these great matches and man, you can't just pick one. However, I had to pick one because this podcast made me pick one. So I'm going to say a match that I literally sat back and I was invested in it. 
And that is for the X division title. And I'm not picking this because it was impact wrestling, the X division title, Josh Alexander versus TJP. These two guys wrestled in an Ironman match and an old school Ironman match. And it went to a one hour draw. And if you watch it, the last pinfall happened within one second to tie it up. And it was an amazing guys were bloody guys were tired and they literally were doing this without any fans in attendance. And then the overrun, it went into, I guess, overtime. And these two guys crushed it. And it was the day one to let you behind the scenes. It was day one of a taping where they then had to go out there and perform for the next four days, sometimes wrestling once or twice a day. Josh Alexander's eye had, he had the biggest black eye I've ever seen and had to put on so much makeup to literally cover because we shot out of order just to let it go easy on the talent because of the, um, the physical toll it was going to take on them. And they wrestled for, I don't know, an hour plus, but without fans organically while this was happening, we were like, everyone was watching it and we were just like, go out and watch it out there. Go, go, go. And all the boys were so into it because they literally got to watch this amazing feat of most people have never wrestled for an hour. And I got to see it firsthand and I loved it. That's awesome. So Dave, sure. let, Dave, let me ask a question. Did you see sure. the match Tommy's talking about? I saw the uh, back half of the match because it, like he said, it bled, it bled into the main show, but yes, that was, I, I did that was, that. that was by design, but yes. Yeah. No problem. I have actually have a different point. I'm not trying to call you out on whether you saw the match or not, because I'll admit, I didn't see the match. But guess what? what? After hearing Tommy describe it, now I want to see the match. Tommy made me... Tommy just cut an organic promo on the match, thus making me want to see the match. See how when I always talk about emotions and feelings and resonating? I could care less about those two guys as wrestlers. Just not my cup of tea. But the way Tommy described it, as soon as we sign off on this podcast, I might go watch it. I might invest an hour of my time. That's what wrestling's about. That's what wrestling's about. Now I want to see uh, uh, M uh, TJP versus who, Tommy? Josh, Josh Alexander? Alexander? Cool. Off the chart. Great description. Uh, mine was really, really easy. Okay? Because when you think of the biggest uh, event of the year, what do you think of when it comes to pro wrestling? WrestleMania. Yeah, well, my match of the year didn't happen at WrestleMania, or half year, I'm sorry. It happened during WrestleMania week, and it happened in NXT. I was blown away by Walter versus Ciampa. I loved every minute of it, every aspect of it, every move, every cell, every register. You want to talk about the spirit of the fight? Walter and Ciampa put on a match, a performance, a fight, as good as any Japanese-style match, and they beat the shit out of one another. And I know in our industry, you're supposed to make it look like you're beating the shit out of one another. That's the old-school way. I think the business has moved forward where you need to lay your shit in at all times, and these guys did. I was completely immersed. And you think about it, these guys are not big on character. Ciampa is just a grizzled, tough son of a bitch. And Walter 
is just a big Darth Vader-esque mountain of a man that's just going to keep coming forward. And somebody's eventually going to have to lose. Nobody lost in that match. Walter versus Ciampa, match of my half year. Yeah, you know, it's hard to argue that. That was the match that probably sold, as you said, sold the uh, entire WrestleMania weekend. And that means something. That, of course, is a WrestleMania that had, you know, over 20,000 fans in attendance after what we saw last year at WrestleMania with zero fans in attendance. Bully Mine was a match that we talked about kind of changed the way you perceive the women's division in AEW. A lot of people look at the women's division. That was one of the knocks on AEW was their women's division. And I don't think you could say that anymore. And one of the matches that catapulted that division to prominence and make you look at it a completely different way happened on a Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite, uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. A match where a lot of people forget Thunder Rosa actually won because you know it was Dr. Britt Baker that we saw as kind of the face of the company after that match, but a tremendous win by Thunder Rosa and Bully and Tommy. I know we talked about that match for days after it happened. That's my pick, Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker from AEW Dynamite. Wonderful pick. I agree. It was a great match and really, really stepped up, and I could see uh, I, I look forward to the rematch. That's how good it is. Don't know when it's going to happen, but it's something in the back pocket that if I'm Tony Khan, I, I wait for it. I'm not as high as you on the AEW women's division. I still think they need work. I'm enjoying Tay Conti when I see her out there. I wish they would use more of Nyla Rose. I love what I saw from Nyla this past Thursday on Dynamite. I do think that Britt and Thunder Rosa are standouts that are carrying the division. I always talk about reps and amount of time you are in the ring and how you can get better. The opening up of the world and hopefully the ending of this pandemic could not be coming at a better time, especially for the AEW women's division who need reps. Once they get some reps, once they get some ring time, once they get some timing, then I think you're going to see that division start to flourish. It was one of my favorite matches. And, I, and to, to your point, Tommy, you talked about a rematch. I'm glad that we haven't seen one. Like, Bully, you mentioned on Busted Open, it's hard to follow up that match. How do you follow it up? With nothing. Don't follow it up with anything. Wait a long period of time before they get back into the ring. Right now, Thunder Rose, I believe, is the number two contender uh, for that AEW uh, Women's Championship. So let's see what happens. And maybe, who knows, maybe by the end of the year, she's a permanent part of the AEW roster, and then we could see those two back in the ring together again these are the busted open mid-year awards all right this is probably the most important award when it comes to our mid-year awards here for 2021 and that is wrestler of the year so bully i'll start with you who's your wrestler of the year ready for this one because i don't think fans are going to be expecting it and they'll probably have to replay the podcast or this part of the podcast to just make sure that did Bully really say that name? 
my wrestler of the half year is Kenny Omega. Now, nobody gives Kenny more shit than me, but I only give him shit for one thing, wearing those belts the right way. And sometimes the wonky psychology. But AEW champion, Impact champion, Triple A champion, and on his way to probably collecting more belts as the belt collector should. Whether I agree with the way Kenny goes about putting together his matches or not, you got to give this guy credit for being champion across multiple brands. Everybody outside of the WWE, every company outside of the WWE wants to work with Kenny Omega. And I think deep down inside is hoping that Kenny Omega can beat their champion so their championship can be represented by Kenny Omega. Kenny's always exciting. Kenny versus Jungle Boy was one hell of a match. Kenny gets my pick for wrestler of the half year. Wow. Tommy, I saw you shaking your head. And I think I know why you were shaking your head. Same answer. I literally. Fat brains think alike. (laughs) I went uh, back and forth and I was like, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. And then I thought about key factors. And key factors are asses in seats and pay per view buys. And he is doing this and ratings. Roman Reigns, it does all of that. But I also think Kenny's had more matches in the half year than Roman. But Kenny, if, if New Japan was open, I think he'd be there too. And he, you think about what we just saw. You mentioned Jungle Boy versus uh, Kenny Omega on literally a random Saturday night, and they did one hell of a rating. Uh, Kenny is just... I don't want to say he's the modern day Ric Flair, but that schedule, I know he's banged up, but he goes out there and performs. I watched his match against Moose, man, and it was so, so good. I watch his match against so many different people and he adapts to their style and what a true guy does. He also elevates the guys that he's in the ring with, whether they're six men, whether it's singles, and he is technically representing three different companies i mean think of that and and i've seen him come in and i he's got all these like suction cup uh marks all over his body because he's got where you see him he's got tape on his shoulder he's got all these different things because he's trying to heal his body because he'll come after a a taping in florida and then he's got to do a bunch of tapings in for impact. And then he's got to go to Mexico, man, the guys, the guys grinding it. And so that's why he has uh he's my wrestler of the half year. I got to ask this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say, I disagree with something, Tommy, but if you, if you can explain it to me, I'd be more than happy to get on board. You said that he adapts to other people's style. I don't see that. I see other people adapting to Kenny. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. 1000%. Just because okay, you can disagree, but can you give me an example? Like which okay, match? Look which at match him and Jungle you Boy. Kenny. We'll look at him and Young uh, Jungle Boy. Him and Jungle Boy go out there, tear it up. It's a different style, but it's a much different match than he has with Moose. Then it's a much different match that he's had with John Moxley. It's a much. He'll still get his signature stuff in, kind of like what Bret Hart used to do. Bret Hart will have different matches with everybody, but Bret would still drop his elbow from the second. Um, 
take that turnbuckle the way he did. There was all, but just take you on a wild ride during a match. Um, that in, from what I see and in my opinion, and I mean, I look at the people he's beaten in impact or just like the six mans he's had with the, with the good brothers or when the young bucks around, he's just, he's always, he's always in the mix, man. And I do agree that it's, I, I will stay by like, there's guys, Rick Flair had elevated his opponents, but a lot of times it was like the same match, but just done differently. AJ Styles, another guy who adapts to your style, makes you better when you get in the ring with him. I, I, I saw it firsthand with AJ, him again. I, I, I just don't see it with Kenny, but we can agree to disagree. You know what, though? But it's a good pick. It's a good, it's a good pick by both of you. But I, you know, Bull, you say you disagree. I disagree with both of you about who the wrestler of the year should be. And to me, it's clearly Roman Reigns. Now, if things were different, if the first half of the year was open, and I mean open for travel, open for fans, I might be giving a different answer. And I might be agreeing with you both on Kenny Omega. But we really haven't seen, we've only seen a tip of the iceberg of, of the bell collector. Maybe it's going to be different this second half. And maybe at the end of the year, I might be saying Kenny Omega. But since we haven't really seen the travel and why we really haven't seen the fans being able to really see these surprises by Kenny Omega, I have to give it to Roman. Because when you look at Roman Reigns, as I said earlier on in the show, it's been tough to watch wrestling the last 16 months. The pleasure of all pleasures has been Roman Reigns. I don't think we would see Roman Reigns in the position he's in right now if there were fans in attendance. Think about it, guys. If they tried to to pull this story off and there was 20,000 fans in arena, what would the fans' reaction be to Roman? Would they be cheering Roman and not booing Roman? Would, Would the WWE change the story if there were actual fans in attendance? Would they have pulled the trigger at all on Roman if there were fans in attendance? I, I don't know. I'm, this is one benefit of the pandemic has been Roman Reigns. And based on what he's been able to do these first six months of the year, I think it's Roman Reigns is your, based on the story, based on the quality of matches, and based on his status right now in the WWE. To me, wrestler of the year so far in 2021 is Roman Reigns. What do you guys think? He was my second, so yeah. I can understand your pick, but Roman is doing it in the WWE. Kenny Kenny is playing ground is the rest of the world. So, I mean, you would think I would have picked Roman because I love his storytelling ability, but as a wrestler who can branch out and go so many different places and have companies want to do business with him and hope and pray that Kenny represents their company, that speaks volumes to me. And it it really, you know, I, yeah, Roman, sure. Roman's great. Roman's great. But as far as wrestler with the scope of the playing field being the entire planet, I got to give it to Kenny. All right. Well, hey, interesting. Oh, go ahead. Before you wrap it up, um, pay-per-view of the year, half year. Wow. So you're throwing, throwing this at me. All right. For me, uh, double or nothing. Uh, I'd have to go with double or nothing. I was there in attendance. I mean, bully. I even said to you, I had a tear in my eye. 
uh, being in attendance watching that pay-per-view. If when I look at, for me personally, being a host of Busted Open, and I have, I have, Tommy, I have my laminated list of favorite moments <laughs> as host of Busted Open. In my top five would be Double or Nothing. Going by what we had to deal with the last 15 to 16 months and being in front of fans again, bully to me, it's Double or Nothing. I have to agree, just because of the energy of the room. Let's forget about the actual wrestling that took place. <clears throat> you could look at, uh, you could you could compare uh, an Impact pay per view to a WWE pay per view to an AEW pay per view to an NWA pay per view. Nothing had the energy of Double or Nothing so far. Just the energy of Daly's place makes it the pay per view of the half year. All right, well, I would, guys, I would it, love it, it, to it, do this Masters class at the end of the year again. But literally, we could do it on different segments. L just do WWE, AEW, uh, and other because it, wrestling has continued to give us so many great moments during this this time. And always hats off to the men and women who do it because it's been such an amazing time. And wrestling has never friggin' stopped during the pandemic. The world can try to stop us, but us crazy wrestlers will not. Well, I can guarantee you January 2022, there's going to be a special edition of the Masters class where we're doing our year-end awards. So we'll see where we stand, and we can look back at our mid-year awards and see how much things have changed over the last six months. Bully, thank you. Tommy, thank you again. You can listen to the Busted Opens the Masters class exclusively. That's right. you got to subscribe, comment. Let's hear what you think of the show so far. Make sure you subscribe to the Busted Open podcast, available on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher. And if you like what you hear, you can hear this show Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, with Bully, with Tommy, with Mark Henry, Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. We'll talk to you all later next week on the Busted Open's Masters Class. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.